Shalom, shalom. Welcome to another episode of God's Little Hummingbird, the podcast where we are reading through the Bible together using the original language as a guide. We are reading from the New King James Version Bible, and we are in Joshua chapter 16 today. It's kind of a short chapter, but as always, there's always something good to learn. So I pray Father God opens our eyes, ears, and hearts to his truth and his truth alone. Verse 1. The lot fell to the children of Joseph from Jordan by Jericho to the waters of Jericho on the east to the wilderness that goes up from Jericho through the mountains to Bethel. Then went out from Bethel to Luz, passed along to the border of the Archites at Ataroth, and went down westward to the boundary of the Japhethites as far as the boundary of lower Betharon to Gezer and it ended at the sea. So the children of Joseph, Manasseh, and Ephraim took their inheritance. Now I want to point out that I forgot to say, we're going through still the, the division of the borders of the land for the children of Israel, okay? If you're just coming into this podcast at this chapter, what we are doing is reading, this chapter pertains to the division of the land when Israel um, possessed the land the first time after Moshe, Moses died and Joshua was leading them. Now, that word inheritance really means possession. It's, it's what Yahweh gave them. Verse 5. The border of the children of Ephraim, according to their families, was thus. The border of their inheritance on the east side was Ataroth Adar, as far as Upper Betharom, and the border west toward the sea of the north side of Michmethah. Then the border went around eastward to Tanath, Shiloh, and passed by it on the east of Janoha. Then it went down from Janoha to Ataroth and Nahara, reached to Jericho, and came out at the Jordan. The border went out from Tapua, westward to the brook Hana, and it ended to the sea. This was the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Ephraim, according to their families. Now, please note, Ephraimites um, became the leaders of the northern tribe of Israel when the families of Israel divided under King Rehoboam, which was Solomon's son. So the southern kingdom then became known as the Jews, because they were ruled by someone from the house of Judah, David's lineage, and the ones in the north were ruled by a man named Jeroboam and his descendants, or some of them were not his blood descendants, but they were Ephraimites. And that is why you see all through the book of Ezekiel and all throughout scripture, you're now going to start noticing where it talks about Ephraim. Some people say Ephraim, but I don't know. It always, as far as I understand, it's Ephraim, Ephraim, and Yehuda, Judah. So those two nations make up one joint body of Israel, but they were divided. And remember, when Yeshua Mashiach returns in um, Ezekiel 37, he brings the house of Ephraim back together with the house of Judah, and they become one stick in his hand. That's kind of what's happening now, people. Jews are leaving Judaism in droves, and Ephraimites are leaving Christianity in droves, and everybody is leaving religion. Not everybody. His people are leaving religion and coming back to him. Oh, it's a beautiful reunion. Okay, verse 9. The separate cities for the children of Ephraim were among the inheritance of the children of Manasseh, all the cities with their villages. And verse 10, and they did not drive out the Canaanites who dwell in Gezer, but the Canaanites dwell among the Ephraimites to this day and have become forced laborers. Now you're going to find out that those things were actually sin to them. They did not drive out the, um, the Canaanites. 
what this symbolizes in your life. Are there any areas in which any of us still did not drive out Satan from our heart? Think about that. It's the enemy. It's the enemy's plot. Sometimes it literally is worldly friends enticing us with worldly ideas or it's family members who continue to partake in worldly things and we aren't driving them out from those places so they still have a stronghold in there. Thus, they are weakening our body, our spiritual body because they're introducing us to things that say smoking, cigarettes, cussing, bad attitudes, worldly attitudes, women dressing immoral, men looking at women immorally, whatever, whatever we're letting in it can be a snare to us. That is why we fish for people. We are fishers of men. But when you fish, you typically, unless you're fly fishing, you don't stand amongst in the water. You're on a shore. And you're trying to pull them to the safe place. You're, you're fishing for them. You don't hold a dirty pig and make it clean. Rather, it makes you dirty. And so we have to, as God's people, love everyone, share with everyone, understand that anyone can come to the Father. But we must not, we must drive out that which is of Satan, meaning we have to protect our promised land, the area of God. And when you allow in people who are of Satan and doing Satan's will, <clears throat> minus the covenant you made with your spouse, that is that is not to be broken, you need, you, you, um, you open up to your, your own spiritual life to weakness and, and um, possible demonic attacks or spiritual attacks from the enemy. So be surrounded by those who inspire you, provoke you to jealousy in a good way to get better and closer to the Father. Not provoke to jealousy is like in an evil way. I don't mean like that. We're to provoke each other to good works. That would have been a better way to say it. So be around those who are serving Yahweh humbly, faithfully, in all righteousness, and help. let's help each other because we all need to wash each other's feet and we all have blind spots. If you've ever driven a vehicle, there's just always that blind spot. You can see most of the area around you, but you can't see a particular area. And that goes applies to your own life. You know, we can see other people so much clearer than we can see ourselves, but we need to let others who can see us be our mirrors to shine God's light into the dark areas of our hearts to help us overcome. They're not putting us down. They're helping us get closer to God. Praise Yahweh. Come help me. (laughs) I know I need lots of help. Okay. Anyway, you guys have a blessed day. That was a really short chapter and I'm trying to get back on my phone to turn this off so you don't have to keep listening to me ramble, but now I got there. (laughs) Have a blessed day, everyone.